<laughs> a puff in disguise. Yeah, it's a puff in disguise. They they they're like Chips Ahoy. We're gonna make this. We're gonna make this new cereal. And it's gonna be so amazing. And you know, it's like having cookies in a bowl. It's like nobody's ever done that before. Cookie Crisp. Oh. And then I mean, Cookie Crisp is bad. But then Chips Ahoy is like, oh, we can have our own cereal. And then it's just literally like a squished Reese puff puff that's like maple syrup flavored with cocoa powder on the outside. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it it left a bad taste in my mouth. It's not how cookies should be. Even though it looks exactly like a mini cookie. I don't know how they make those those little those little chocolate chips like look so perfect. They're so tiny and <laughs> They're so they, tiny and they, they're like placed on the thing like a like they, it would be a real cookie. They look perfect. <laughs> Seriously, that's not Look at this. This is literally a miniature cookie. But it only looks like that because of the chocolate chips. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, otherwise it looks like a cracked piece of desert. Like it doesn't necessarily I mean, I guess that's kind of what cookies look like. Well, at least chips a whole like you know crumbly like packaged cookies. Yeah, they do look like that. It's like a desert. It's an oasis of sugar and sand in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, they, they are sandy. Pretty much, they are kind of sandy. They're sandy. They're definitely like crunchy, but not in a very satisfying way. Although I didn't try it with milk, it it probably gets a little mushy when you when you have it in the bowl for a few minutes. It's, uh, you gotta eat it faster, it loses the crunch, and then it's just, like, soggy maple syrup. It's, Ugh, it's not, fuck. it's, it's not good. You literally have to, like, you pour that milk in and you go. <laughs> you have to, you have to finish that cereal bowl, or you're gonna have a bad time. So, so, Chips Ahoy cereal, not, not really that great. I saw it at the grocery store. I had to pick it up because you know, <laughs> I had to. I had it. to know if they actually took just the regular Chips Ahoy cookies, made the mini, and put them in a bowl. But no, that'd be like, like a thousand calories a bowl. So yeah. So which these are only like a hundred something. So it's they did a pretty good job it's not one, making them. Well, yeah, it's one. Really tw- bad for you. It's one twenty uh, for a cup. Yeah, that's not bad. Which. You know, a cup, well, I guess a cookie is, like, smaller than a cup, so, you know, 120, I guess it's, a, I don't know, that kind of sucks, like, you you could probably have one cookie for 120 calories and it'd probably be better. Yeah, but it wouldn't be an entire bowl. They did a good job condensing it so you could have an entire <laughs> bowl of cookies when it's still about the same amount of calories as yeah, any cookie. and just as I suspected, it's made with corn flour. So it's, you know, that's how they justify it being cereal and not just small cookies. Yep. But, you know, they got to use that old Chips Ahoy branding. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought it if it wasn't Chips Ahoy. It literally, <laughs> it's just like cookie crisp, but it tastes like kind of mapley, which is fucking weird. They couldn't just completely copy cookie crisp. Every, everybody that saw that box at the grocery store this weekend knew that they, they were coming out and it like... And Cookie Crisp was going to be pissed if it was the same recipe. <laughs> like, everybody would have been like, this is just Cookie Crisp. It had to be Chips Ahoy, it, but they couldn't figure it out how to make is. it taste like Chips Ahoy. It, you think it's just Cookie Crisp? Well, it, does Post make uh, Cookie Crisp? I don't know. I can look it up. <laughs> here at, um, With this convenient yeah, computer. This that's convenient right podcast about searching. The, the convenient uh, P. 
people also search for control, control panel. panel. Um, God damn it! But chip, okay, wait, wait, okay. So I was gonna type in is chips or uh, um, is Cookie Crisp post? Cookie. Yeah. Man, we are bringing the cereal back hard. This episode. <laughs> wait, we talked about cereal before. Yeah, because we talked about Diggum. That was oh our, yeah, yeah it was all cereal. Yeah. Cookie Crisp. I, I, oh, oh yeah. And the, and the raisin bran son. Yeah. Don't go down on me. <laughs> Don't go down on me. Yeah, Raisin Brand Sun, you get out of here. You stop trying to go down on me, Raisin Brand Sun. All right, all right. Cookie Crisp uh, cereal. Let's see what the company is for Cookie Crisp. It's Nestle. Nestle. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. General Mills. General Mills. Oh, this is. Uh, oh, Nestle made <laughs> Cookie Crisp flavored drink beverage. Oh. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, <laughs> you want to drink your cookie crisp? It, Just put it, it in your milk. It is General Mills. Do you think it so is? Yeah, it's not the same. It's literally the post version. It does look identical. Crisp. Yeah, it really does. And even in that picture, it looks the same as the Chips Ahoy one, where it looks like it actually has chocolate chips on it. Whereas the actual product, it, it's more like. There's just, like, brown specks mixed into it. Yeah. Well, you know, it. a few of them do look like this, though. Really? And they have, like, they're yeah, sitting They're sitting on top of the... Yeah, they're, like, they're <laughs> perfectly rested right on top of this. Really? A, a lot of... Look at that. Look at those. Oh, uh, I guess. I mean, it could just be because the mixture, like, a, like when this one got baked or whatever, <laughs> the 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 did it get little chocolate rhyme? chips half. Yeah, when this got baked, <laughs> when this smoked up a big old fat bake, and <laughs> <laughs> rolled bake up a, stick, rolled up a big old, <laughs> a big old bake stick. That's what. Would okay? Yeah, they rolled up a big old fat bake stick, and they, you know. The 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 ch- cookie the the chocolate chips they just they just went to the top they floated to the top and then it got baked and they stuck there so <laughs> some of them those chocolate chips are just being lazy and they sink down to the bottom <laughs> you know, or in the middle They're fat lazy yeah, chocolate big, chips. fat lazy chocolate chips we know you you put too many of you in your mouth and you become a big fat lazy yourself so eat healthy don't eat chips ahoy flavored cereal. <laughs> yeah which it's really not chips ahoy flavored <laughs> there's like yeah. nothing chips ahoy about it except for the fact that it looks like a cookie it does it does look they got the look right i can hmm. appreciate the look but looks aren't all that matters <laughs> people also search for podcasts that's know? true finding the answers to life's greatest questions are what we do here that's the purpose and today I need to tell you that I went to a place, a magical place, over the weekend. Today, over the weekend? Today I need to tell you that over the weekend, that was is also part of today, but it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There you go. Now everyone understands. I un- At least I understand. Okay, now. well, if you understand, I'm going to assume that the listeners also understand. So, because that's, you know. <laughs> Do they, though? Uh, maybe. Tell us in the comments below if you understand. Now, all right. <laughs> Went to a magical place over the weekend. And it was, uh, you know, it was a, a pinball-based convention. 
Pinball-based convention. Now, all of you know me as an anime convention man. But <laughs> what you may not know. Yeah, he really is. Is that I like pinball, too. And pinball conventions exist. That's a real exclusive. Hey, yeah. everyone. Ryan likes pinball. And, you know, I thought maybe we'd be able to figure out some cool things about pinball. It was a cool convention called Pincinati. And they mm. just set up a bunch of pinball machines. You get to play them for free after, well, you pay an entry fee, but then all the machines are free, so you can play them all yeah. day. Yeah, sounds fun. It's really fun. You remember? <laughs> okay, wait. I'm going to just type in pinball up here real quick. Have you ever uh, watched the movie Tommy? Tommy? Yeah, with Elton John? Yeah, The Who? Yeah, I I have not. What? <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. You are going to get crucified in the comments. I know. It's weird. It's like I like Elton John and Pinball but I've never, and The Who, and I've never seen that movie. I've seen things from it. Man, that's fucked up of you. What? Why? Because yeah. you just claimed that you like Pinball so much and you haven't even seen that movie. I've, yeah, because I, I'm, I'm too, I play the machines. I, I'm not part of the culture, you know? I just, that is the game. culture. It is a game. It's just the, I'm into the game of pinball, and part of the culture is the is that movie. But as you know, I've only seen like ten movies, so yeah, my my pinball love we've, didn't leak into my movie. We've definitely time. Uh, established that before that you have not seen a lot of movies. But that one, you should definitely watch it. Uh, anyone, I mean, I guess if you like classic rock, you know, it'll be more for you but uh there's some really good cameos in that movie uh also elton john wears a big old pair of boots big old <laughs> I, pair of platform i know boots. what that part looks like <coughs> hold on tommy i don't think this is it this is a drama slash musical oh it is is it no yeah yeah it is oh i found it it was made in 1975, and uh, it's a psychosomatically deaf, dumb, and blind boy becomes a master pinball player, and subsequently, the figurehead of a cult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a f- really fucking weird movie. Like, I don't know. It's one of those movies where everyone's like, "Oh, you gotta be real stoned if you're gonna watch that movie." Oh uh, yeah, and. In a way... Like the wall? Pink Floyd? I mean, but... but, You know, why would you have to be intoxicated? Like, then you're probably just gonna misunderstand the movie. The people that made that put a lot of hard work into it, and they were probably not on drugs the entire time. Maybe part of the time. (laughs) Well... But they... they, Yeah, especially the musicians, you know. I'm sure, like... They were working hard. I'm sure John Entwistle or... I think John Entwistle was the guy that he's the bass player that OD'd, right? John Wintwistle. <laughs> Entwistle. Entwistle. I'm pretty sure he's the bass player from the Who that died in the 70s. Maybe. Entwistle death. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is like the, <laughs> the most insensitive. In the search, <laughs> yeah. oh, John Entwistle bass oh, player. Yeah. It came up. Co- cocaine overdose. Yeah, yep, I was right. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I just didn't think that that was going to bring it up. (laughs) 
Can we have a moment of silence? <laughs> it was a very uh, succinct way to search for it, but I mean, damn. Yep. But yeah, um, I'm sure that guy was probably fucked up when he was doing some of that movie. Yep, probably. Or, or uh, Roger Daltrey or Pete Townsend. Keith Moon. They yeah. they probably did a few things. I'm just saying that was probably <laughs> at least some period yeah. of them getting down and dirty and not doing some sober. Yeah, work. but you don't have to be screwed up on intoxicants, Ryan, True. to watch the movie. You do not have to be anything. Although it might be a little bit more amusing if you were. I th- I I think maybe I, I was just like having a couple drinks when I watched it. I don't think I was on drugs or anything. Yeah, but uh, it's a it's really surreal. Like, and that's one reason why I like it. You know, I like a lot of stuff that's like surreal, like we talked about before, but it definitely has, uh, some fun moments too. I think it's, uh, Tina Turner. Yeah. The acid queen. That's her character. And she sings a song about like, she's the acid queen and it's like all trippy and stuff. Is Is it it because of like LSD acid or like, she's like, Okay, so she's I, I, not like well, a super villain with acid skin or something. No, I think it's actually like inspired by LSD. So it's kind of like, you know, ooh, like psychedelic. Ooh. It's that's pretty cool. Every, like that's why it's a thinks you have to be high when you're they're like Yeah, I mean it's it, about being high. Well, uh, kind of. It's more about Tommy the the pinball wizard. Oh. And people like become obsessed with him. You've seen uh, Metalocalypse before, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know how, like, in the show they make all their fans, they're, like, they're, like, rabid fan base who, like, will do anything to, like, listen to their music and go to their concerts? That's yeah. Cord- that's sort of, like, how they make the fan base of uh, the Pinball Wizard. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, like, uh, Elton John actually in the movie is the Pinball Wizard at to begin with. Oh, okay. So then Tommy, like, gets really good. And then he faces Elton John, and he wins. He fucking beats Elton hey, John, oh! and he becomes a pinball wizard. Whoa, so this is a movie about taking down the John. And then you've also probably heard the pinball wizard song, right? The, yeah, the yeah, of course I've heard that song. Wait, was that song pinball. made Was that song made for this oh, movie? Or was yeah. that something that they well, did here's after? The, here's the thing that's so great about it. Uh, Tommy is also an album that they did that is the music for this and they so they basically made a movie and an album together so it's like it's technically a rock opera that's amazing dude yeah. john entwistle played himself in this yeah he was a bass player yeah and eric clapton yeah he was in it too the preacher yeah there's like a scene where like john entwistle like comes like bouncing down like the middle of this room playing a bass line and then uh, fucking, uh, um, El- or, uh, wait, who did you just say? Uh, I forgot his name already. John Entwistle? No, uh, Eric Clapton. Oh, Eric Clapton. He, and then Eric Clapton, like, comes in, like, plays a sick guitar riff, you know? Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird. The movie is very weird, and it's, like, cool, though. That is cool. Man, they got all the, like, musicians on the cast, though. They got Tina Turner was the acid queen. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. That's a good line of appeal. I may go watch this, and I think everybody else should as well. Yeah. And but uh, <laughs> yeah, but is it like so? The movie is a, 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 something about pinball, but it's not like 
about the machines themselves or anything. It's just like that's like the the. It's it, it more. It could have been like a like a pro soccer player and somebody like who was like getting really good at soccer. Yeah, like it's more like about some, the character development. Sport. It's more about yeah. the character development, but it's also like tied in heavily to like the music, you know. Yeah, yeah. So pinball was the driving force for the music. Exactly. And the development. So you might say that the Who likes pinball quite a bit as well. They probably do. I wonder if they know anything about like the history of it. Yeah, they probably did. I mean, I've pulled up here. We've got the history of pinball and pinball machines on thoughtco.com. I think I think this may be the one. There is an 11 things of pin like there's a list. 11 things you didn't know about the history of pinball. Yeah, yeah, there's the classic <laughs> list, but uh, I'm not going to go li- straight to that. We listicle. usually do that and I, I want to see what an actual uh, article is. That's what would it is, about. Ryan, a listicle. A listicle. I'm a little tired of a listicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go right into the history of pinball. Coin operator arcade. I game. much rather read a lengthy uh well thought out article. Yeah, an entire like podcast about just <laughs> reading one article and not commenting on it no, and making we, it funny. We know how to condense here at people also search for. True. You know, everyone knows that, you know, age old trick of like when you're studying a you know a topic, you just read the first paragraph and the and the last paragraph. Yeah, and it makes sense because there's <laughs> a, we need some cliff notes because there's a lot of the internet for us to explore and Oh yeah too much to get through all of it and to answer all of the questions we're going to need to answer them in cliff notes form so let me tell you something about pinball all right sure pinball is tell the fine listeners i will they're about to hear it pinball is a coin operated arcade game where players score points by shooting metal balls on an inclined play field Mm. hitting special targets and avoiding losing their balls Throughout the 1970s. You, you don't want to lose your balls, right? Yeah, you never want to lose uh, your You got to have, you gotta have balls, balls in this country. country. <laughs> <laughs> We're never yeah. going to lose uh, inspiration. You, you know what for... I, yeah, you know what I've realized about that 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 <laughs> quote is what that we talk about balls a lot oh like we it's because we only bring it up when it's talking about balls well you know what like, Ryan I mean balls we you know when we're a we're a species that lives on a ball, a big ball flying through space. So that's true. In a way, you know, spheres are you know like one of the most like most uh, integral structure in in our universe. That's true. And I need to ask you to leave in the comments whether the whether you have to have balls okay. in this country. Whether, or yeah, not? whether you have to have balls in this country. <laughs> but no, no, I I was kept, we were talking about the Earth and. I just need everybody to know that the ground that you're oh standing on is like the roof of the earth, you know? And I tried to explain it to Jacob. This is going to be, uh, this might get us our first comments, Ryan, on, on our, uh, on, yeah? on our yeah? YouTube or Facebook Are they going to be like, oh, they're all flat earthers now because the, <laughs> the ground you stand on is the roof of the earth. Yeah, you're getting into some conspiracy theory shit, Ryan. Yeah, like if you think of the Earth as a home, <laughs> and you know, a home is where people live. We're on the Earth. We live here. Okay, so you think of the Earth as a home, right? And then you think of a house, right? Same thing. They're a home, you know, people live in them, except one's, you know, the Earth, and the other one's like this box with a roof. And since the Earth has, you know, an, an inner section, that's like the inside of the house, 
And then it has the part that you stand on. The outside of the earth is like the roof. It doesn't let anything in. If there was something raining down, the roof would stop it before it got to like the core of the earth. So it's yeah, just but, like the roof of your house. Yeah, but rain. the earth is With mostly asteroids. the earth is mostly solid though. Yes. <laughs> but holes exist. And those are the rooms of the earth. <laughs> oh, you mean like so like an ant colony? Yep, yep. They've built a room inside of the earth. See <laughs> and we build we build like under oh. under un, we build like underground I, I love layers. This, I love this logic. Yeah, Ryan. We, we we build like underground layers and whatnot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Those are also rooms of the earth. Speaking of underground layers, caves, Ryan. caves, yeah, 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 yeah. Caverns, caves, caverns, caverns, yeah. The house of the earth. The house of the earth. Yeah. It's the whole, the inside of the house of the earth, and then the outside of the roof. All right, continue. Uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> layers in the earth, um, I actually have a like specific idea of my dream home i don't know if you ever did that as a thought experiment like when you were in in like middle school or whatever your dream home yeah like oh write a short like a story or like write a short essay about like your dream house Uh, i don't know if i did that maybe i did a uh i had to like do a digital rendering of a my dream bedroom for for a 3d class i was in in college (laughs) but that's you know that's a little bit different but yeah what what about your your dream house jacob what would you have in that i i definitely uh had to do that in middle school and mm-hmm. and uh i wrote like a little description and ever since then it just like I, like i never forgot it and i just like would add to it and so like <laughs> And uh, and and the like modern Sherlock Holmes uh, show from the BBC, mm-hmm. he like goes into his what he calls his mind palace. <laughs> <laughs> like when he goes deep into thought, he can like. Excuse me, Janet. I need to go to my mind palace. Yes, exactly. Like when <laughs> I can only think when I'm in there. It's like the hyperbolic time chamber from yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you have to think, figure out a really complicated problem. <laughs> this is going to take two years to figure it out. We need to go to the time palace. The mind palace. Mind palace. Yeah. Also, but alters the time. So, like, I kind of have like my own mind palace. I don't necessarily like escape to it. Yeah. But I, I do like continue to like imagine it and build it up like when i think of different things Mm -hmm. and that's like your dream house my dream house is something very similar to what you're describing with the roof being the ground like the outside ground like a hobbit house uh no it would be actually like my idea is like having like a simple ranch style home that looks like it was built like in the 70s but there's about like I don't know, let's say 10 to 50 like levels and each level would be like a different themed room. So instead of having like different room, like, like a house or a mansion that has like, you know, a few levels and a bunch of different rooms, but my house would be like, it'd be like, so you have the ranch style house on top. That's like a facade. Yeah. But then you can actually go down level by level and each room is like a single room 
So like you can like go down and the deeper like the deeper you go, like the more fucked up it gets. <laughs> what? <laughs> you wanted to intentionally yeah. live in a fucked up house? Yeah. Like, and, like and, a and, house and, of a thousand corpses. Uh no. I mean when I s no, not like a not like a crumbling like like mess or anything. I just mean the more like disturbing it would get. Oh, okay. So like I mean the... I, my house would essentially be like uh I guess <laughs> like uh, it, it'd kind of be like a uh, snow piercer in a way. Yeah. Where like there's a train underground. So imagine the train going like <laughs> s- straight down into the earth as opposed oh, to on gotcha. the, horizontally like, on the earth. It's kind of like the opposite of like the, the razor brand sun going down on the earth. It's like the, it's like it's going into. It's the like earth. a sounding rod yeah, going into going, the earth. <laughs> yeah, it's a sounding rod going directly into the earth. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> yeah, it kind of. Is. Yeah. So my house is like a train. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going down into the earth. Yep, going down right into. And the like earth. the first like few levels would be normal. Like it would be. Uh, you know, like you, the first level you go down, it's like a movie theater, mm-hmm. and then you go like down to level two, and it's like, like the the music production studio, <laughs> and you go down another level, and it's like the chill room, like the man cave, like you know, a bar and whatever, and like fun shit. Uh-huh. But then, like the more you keep going down, like the more it becomes like, like a Legend of Zelda tri- type of like shrine where you have to like figure a puzzle like an escape room, <laughs> like an escape room yeah and yeah. then and then my 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 magnus opus for the the very bottom layer yeah and this is where uh and this is where there will be a shaft or like a slide connecting from the front door yeah so that like when somebody like rings the doorbell i can like use a camera to see and uh if i don't want them there then I'm going to like have a trap door right under the like porch <laughs> so I can like open up the shaft like in a cartoon and I'll like slide down like 50 floors. Well, it probably wouldn't be that many, It'd probably be like 15. So you're talking about like sliding down like 200 plus feet Whoa. down to the bottom room where you just come out of a flap, you know, out of like the ceiling. And then you, the room is just like, miles wide in every direction pure white (laughs) nothing but a giant white like nothing like expanse of yeah it's like a hyperbolic time change like (laughs) yeah yeah, like like just an abyss but there's like no puzzle to figure out there's just absolutely nothing it's just you and and white and all the furthest walls, because there have to be walls. It can't be an endless expanse. That's but, true. You got to think but, of the but they'd realism. Be, of they'd this. be like miles. In my ideal like fantasy, yeah. they'd be like miles wide in I mean, every depending direction. Depending on how deep you are in and then the at, Earth house, that you might. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you might be able to make that happen. You but could ha- you could do that. There's with, miles with of some, Earth under there with some engineering skills, but. And then at the walls of all the edges, it would just be mirrors, so it would look like it's like infinity, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it's all white. Yep. Wow. So then, like, if there was somebody that I, you know, didn't want at my house or something, or like, if I had like an enemy, like now I'm thinking of like, like as if I'm fucking Batman or something. Yeah. Like this is how like, you know, fantastical my mind is as a child to where like, but it still sounds cool, you know, like just as like a fantasy house 
And, uh, yeah, so, like, if I had, a like, an enemy, I would invite them over for a dinner party, but when they show up, they get dropped through a fucking trap door and end up in a white abyss. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. And then I would also what have, if... like, monitors, that, like, speakers, so I can, like, communicate with them. Dude, what if... <laughs> like, what a if... fucking, yeah. saw, like, jigsaw from the Saw movies. That would be really creepy. <laughs> And then you can tell them to do things like... And then... Sorry, I I have to tell you this. Yeah, yeah. But one of the rooms that I had an idea for when I was a little kid... I don't know if it would be that cool now, but one of the rooms would just be, like, nothing but, like, McDonald's play pit balls. (laughs) Like, just a giant, like, 80 by 80 foot room of all plastic balls. That would be fun, though. I know, it would be fun. I've always wanted to go through, like, a giant ball pit, like, as an adult. Because they don't make, like, giant ball pits very often. Wasn't there, like, there was, like, this convention that uh, it, it was supposed to be, like, this big, like, new convention. And, like, all they bought was a ball pit, put it inside of, like, a hotel. And then, like, that's it. And then a bunch of people showed up and it was just, like, a, a tiny ball pit. Wait, you're saying what if? Or... No, no, no. That actually exists. Like, I think really? there's a real convention. I forget what that convention is called. I'm just going to type in a ball pit convention. <laughs> I needed. I, 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 I thought it was funny though because I forgot about the ballroom. Oh right, right, right. This is it. Dash. Con. Oh okay. Yeah, I forgot that we were already talking about balls anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then I, that's the one room that I forgot about. Exactly. But that was like my kid fantasy of having a. Like I said, we talk about balls a lot here. On the <laughs> that's it. Okay, so you know, Dashcan was a, a fan convention catering primarily to users of the blogging service Tumblr. With a particular emphasis on fandom. So it was like a Tumblr convention. And like... <laughs> <laughs> they they like got all this funding for it from like a ton of people. And then they... Like the people who planned it did like a terrible job. And it ended up just oh being a room with a ball God. pit in it. That a bunch of people showed up to. And it's not even a big ball pit. <laughs> no, it's like this tiny ball pit. Oh man, that's funny. It's like a meme t- now. It, yeah. $17,000 ball pit because that's how much money they put into it. Holy fuck. Oh, man. But yeah. Where, how? I, I don't, Where did all the money go? I don't know. We could look it up. Like, I'm curious if people would be interested to know about DashCon, although it was like a pretty big thing when it happened among, like, among the. It was in Schaumburg. It was in Schaumburg, Illinois. DashCon history. <laughs> Since we're all about history today. Okay. DashCon was originally announced in mid-2013 under the name TumbleCon USA, a convention catered to the, yeah, Tumblr people, whatever. Largest gathering of Tumblers to date. Okay, this is the Wikipedia page. There has to be something about it on here. Okay. The convention was in... Oh, it had to have been in Ohio, of course. (laughs) The convention was originally... Um, by Dashcon LLP in Hudson, Ohio, based limited, uh, whatever. Yeah, but it's in Ohio, the place that that funded this or whatever. But like, okay, here we go. Receptions and aftermath. Attendees were seen performing a three finger salute from Hunger Games. <laughs> I don't know, chatting lines from High School Musical. Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, the reception and aftermath. The ball pit, roughly the size of a kiddie pool, and otherwise in an otherwise attempt uh, a concession hall. <laughs> otherwise oh, empty God. concession and, and, uh, yeah thank you and notion of an extra hour in it quickly became a meme among attendees and other tumblr uh, users inspired parodies 
Users envisioned other large quantities of items that could have been purchased with the $17,000, and a video game developer created DashCon Simulator 2014. (laughs) (laughs) A comedic simulation of the convention's ball pit. So, convention guest Marsh Oshiro explained that the ball pit was not a point of interest. It was something of a single soul talked about, and it was just a quirky thing that existed. And that in order to support the idea that DashCon was a full 100% disaster, every single detail was used to paint the con and the people at it as a horrific failure of humanity. Well, so they used the ball pit to cover up how bad the convention was and made the <laughs> ball pit into a meme, but it costed $17,000 to do. That's insane. So, yep. Man, Dash, you know, you try and start something and it turns into that. It's like, nope. <laughs> well, Ryan, as long as uh, our podcast doesn't turn into DashCon, I think we're going to be just fine. I need to have a drink for that. <laughs> Cheers. I'm scared. Cheers to us not being as bad as DashCon. Cheers to people also search for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like to say the name halfway through the podcast. Yeah. Here, people also search for. So you remember that it's us you're talking to and us that you are listening to. And you know what? Talk back. Give us a comment and tell us what you want to see us search for whenever you want. Yeah. If you don't want to uh, go all, all the way to YouTube.com, you can also go to Facebook.com. Yeah. Or slash people also search for. Or just Spotify, and- man. Well, that you can't leave a comment on Spotify. That's true. So, you know, say hi on Facebook or whatever. But you can leave a five-star review on, on iTunes. iTunes. Yeah, that's true. And you can write whatever you want in there. Oh, yeah, you but, can write stuff. Yeah, you can write us a, a nice comment in there or, like, yeah. a mean one or just, like, anything. Like any comment. Any thought that you have and just write it in there. Because we want that five-star. Yeah. We want it. Anyway, I went back to the, our, our pinball here because, you know. Yeah, we didn't make we, it very far. We made it, like, one sentence <laughs> what pinball is. Yeah, I don't even remember, how, like, where like where we diverged or why. But it's Something about Tommy. But I'll remember, I'll remember when I'm editing this episode. <laughs> yeah, you will. Okay. Uh, the pinball history begins nearly 100 years earlier than the 1970s and 80s when it was, you know, a big old thing. When it was a big old thing. I'm going to just go to where the first pinball games were. Bingo. Bingo was his name-o. <laughs> Made by the Bingo Novelty Company. Was a countertop mechanical game released in 1931. It was also the first machine manufactured by D. Gottlieb. Oh, Gottlieb and Company, who were contracted to produce the game. Gottlieb. That's a big pinball company. Baffle Ball. Oh, was made by David Gottlieb and Company and was a countertop mechanical game released in 1931. In 1935, Gottlieb released an electromechanical standing version of Baffle Ball with a payout. Oh, you could get oh, money out. Gambling. Ooh, gambling. That's that's bad. Yeah, I was in the 30s, so yeah, that that kind of makes sense. Ooh, so these were it was gambling after the, machines. Yeah, it was like around the time of, uh, what do you call that, uh, Prohibition when they had... You know, pl- plenty of, like, uh, illegal gambling and drinking going on at, yeah. like, speakeasies and shit. Going to the speakeasies, play a couple of slots, you know? 
get yourself a, a nice bootleg beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's where NASCAR came from. Yeah, but the term pinball itself was not even, like, used in arcades until nineteen thirty six. Okay. So the name like Yeah, they they weren't called that before, but they were these they were the similar games, but it wasn't actually called pinball until nineteen thirty six. It says the bumper was invented in nineteen thirty seven. Wow. It was made by Ballyhoo. Nice. Nice job, Ballyhoo. I wanna know Oh, this is a short website. It's not telling us that much about pinball. Well, and then it says mid-century innovations. Whoa. They, you know, obviously, like, evolved quite a bit. They did. I was hoping to see something dark. Like, there was, like, a gambling out, like, a gambling <laughs> hidden society of pinballers who, like, uh, well, used it to fund the drug industry or, like, the underground mafia or something. I, I was hoping it would be that. You know, not every... Uh, History is riddled with uh, corruption, Ryan. But there's a few things we might get to find out. <laughs> I mean, after about... all, it is a game that's supposed to be fun. True, but it was a gambling machine at one point. So, you know, gambling, mafia. Well, you can. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know well, what I'm saying? Scarface. That's, I'd say that making money Cocaine. off of uh, a, a little bar, like a little bar. Uh, bar side uh, entertainment is probably not the highest like form of organized crime yeah i was just hoping that that's what the history would be that's what Mm. i imagined it i was like i like pinball and i like to imagine that i'm a gangster of pinball well there's one article that's called that that time america outlawed pinball so maybe there maybe there was a little bit of uh 3.com that's legitimate They it know everything sa- about it history. says history, so it must be true. <laughs> history Channel. Wow. On March 6, 1948, a New York City patrolman in plain <laughs> clothes entered a cigar store on 106th Street in East Harlem. 106th Street. And dropped, he dropped a penny into a machine called the Marvel Pop-Up. More Disney bullshit. <laughs> he pulled oh, back man. to the game's plunger, and he launched a small steel ball into play. The silver orb danced around the tabletop board as the uncover policeman tried to keep it in play. His first five shots ended in frustration. But his sixth try proved lucky as the metallic pellet landed in a hole that won him a free play. He won a free play. Gotcha. Having finally made his shot, the patrolman placed the cigar store's owner into handcuffs and arrested him for unlawful possession of gambling machines. The arrest was just the latest in a crackdown on one of the perceived scourges of American society in the 1940s. Pinball. Wow. (laughs) Jacob. They yeah. were like gangsters. They could win free games of pinballs. They probably made so much money. Yeah, I was viewed as a menace to society, apparently. Wow, maybe this is more interesting than I thought. You want to you wanna continue this? Yeah, before the advent of flippers in 1947, it was considerably different game from what it is today. Except for a tipping machine, the player were at the mercy of a random ounce of the ball. Players gambled on games, and operators handed out prizes from free games and gum. 
all the way up to jewelry and chain wear. Ooh, bling. Wow. While law enforcement and civic groups uh, looked at looked askance at pinball for its gambling connections, churches and school boards also argued that it corrupted the morals of America's children by encouraging them to steal coins, skip school, in order to play and even go hungry by wasting their wasting their money on this frivolous pursuit, dude. So, uh, so it's basically just a bunch of bullshit that America's uh, America didn't want people to have fun. Pinball machines were like the cell phone apps of the 1930s. They didn't want the kids to be wasting their money and skipping school to oh more like video games co- i think yeah yeah video games i mean but, but there were video the games same too. thing happened with video games true later on true. so this essentially is just the precursor to video games in a way yeah i don't know if uh the i, I would assume the first pinball machine came out before the first video game yeah we already established that well when did pong come out or what was i don't even know if that was the first video game well, there weren't any computers in the 1930s, Ryan. It doesn't mean there couldn't have been a video game. <laughs> That's exactly what it means. Are you sure? <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. I just need to look up what the date of the... There was barely TVs in the, in the 1930s. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> when were the first video game games? games when were the first video games october 1958 the first video game so yeah that was way before video games yeah i mean they had to have some sort of entertainment and then before pinball you know it was like hoop and stick and they rolled a hoop down the street with a <laughs> hoop fucking and stick. stick yeah hoop and stick oh ashley did you get the new hoop and stick <laughs> they had it over at the general store Hoop and stick. I wonder if you can still buy a hoop and stick. I should look that up on Amazon. Hoop and stick. Oh, yeah. I didn't like make that up. No, but like hoop rolling. I wonder if you can still buy a hoop and stick. Well, you can buy a hula hoop, which is essentially what it was. True, except they just rolled it around on the street. Yeah, with a stick. Okay, when was the hoop? People also ask when was the hoop and stick invented. It's like cavemen. <laughs> first record, re- first recorded in Greece in the fifth century BC. This simple game in which a person rolls a hoop along the ground using a stick or other objects sounds amazing. Yeah, occurred almost simult- simultaneously. Oh, so, in, in Europe. In so Asia, essentially, for hundreds of years or thousands of years, it was just rolling a hoop. With a stick. Man, we got lucky. Uh, We got like cell phones and stuff. Just like like a couple, even like not even a whole like long time ago, it was just like children rolling a hoop with a stick. And now we're like, man, I can't wait for that new Pokemon game. It's like, like, man, this this took four minutes to download. Man, I could have been outside playing with a hoop and stick that whole time. (laughs) It's like... It's like you don't even know how to have shelter. You just have a hoop and stick. It's like before they. It's like they it was around when they were living in caves and they didn't even have shelter yet. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So the the olden days of pinball are were just like the door cracking open for what entertainment would become. Yeah. That really is a important part of America, Ryan. It is, and it's a fun game. 
Yeah. You remember that pinball machine you and I were playing at the uh, at pins, and and it was like it was called Hurricane, right? Oh, remember yeah. that? And it was like it was a bunch of clowns. Yeah, that, that was actually a really fun. It one. had a clown coaster, but the weird thing about it is like all the like the clowns like on the bumpers were basically like humping each other, and it was like and then like the flippers. There's a big spread eagle clown like, <laughs> with his crotch like right where the ball like goes down. The Wait, center that's of the how the flippers were? Yeah. No, no, I gotta look this up for you. Hurricane, uh, hurricane pinball machine. Now, this is worth looking up because the artwork on it is funny. I need to find a a good, it a is, good old picture of this. It is funny, but it was actually like really entertaining. Yeah, it's a good game. I'm not saying it's not a good game. Hang on, I gotta find a picture of the. It's like his hands are holding the flippers. His hands are holding the flippers, but look at his legs. Oh, he's at the spread, bottom, yeah, at the very bottom. Eggle, eggle. He spread ego. Yeah. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the area where the ball rolls down off the side that. It's like his yeah. legs there, the, like spread on either side. In a pinball machine, there's a hole in the bottom of the machine where if it goes through the flippers, it goes in and reloads it. His asshole <laughs> is literally that hole. <laughs> and he's like sitting there, like balls going into his ass. <laughs> spread eagle. Like, and then just with a big old smile on his face, holding the two yeah. flippers in his hands like he's yeah. playing a drum. Yeah. Yep. That is what this pinball machine looks like. <laughs> yeah, that is. I forgot that it had his legs on there. That's yeah. so fucking stupid. <laughs> but then and but then the bumpers are like two clowns humping each other. Like the one on the left is like thrusting forward with an enormous like a, an amazing grace. And then the one on the, <laughs> the amazing Yeah, grace. like an America, an amazing grace. And then like like the one on the right is just like bending over and taking it. Like he's just bending over with his ass popped out like he's some twerking girl on Instagram or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a thought clown. It's a thought yeah, it's a thought clown and like a, a vigorously humping well. Like I'm talking like <laughs> SpongeBob pelvic woo humping like into this dude. With amazing grace. With amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Amazing grace, how sweet the ass. But yeah, yeah, like that's what like that's what I imagine him as. He's just this clown, and then, you know, this is happening directly above the face of the other clown who's got the balls like his his butt on the bottom, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh. You know, and then like there's a a big old clown roller coaster carnival happening on the on the background on the on the backboard. Well, balls going into a clown's ass <laughs> really uh, sets us up for a good, a good, a good little uh, yeah. sliver of time that we have left for Jacob and Ryan's search of the week. Woo! We Jacob s- and Ryan's search of the we week. We said we would do it uh, at the end of last week's show, so I feel like we should uh, check out something random here uh, from one of our. No. This week's search uh, history. Yes, we will check out our search history now. Now we gotta look through this. I've got my my search manual. So uh, the search that I had um, recently was for the Mason Dixon line. The Mason Dixon line. Yeah, I don't know what even made me think of it, but <laughs> interesting search. 
I I I just thought of I don't know. It it doesn't matter anyways. Um but yeah, I was like, what the hell is the Mason Dixon line? Cuz I've heard it before and I know it's like you know, a part of the history of America, but I was just like, what what even is it? And, you know, I I didn't really spend a lot of time looking into it, so I figured bring it in for a topic here on the show. All right. Well, the first thing people also ask is why is the Mason-Dixon line so important? Yeah, I mean, it's it was a line surveyed between 1763 and 67 by Charles Mason and Jeremiah Dixon in the resolution of a border dispute involving Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Delaware in colonial America. So it's kind of cool, like, because... It actually is, like, where a big, like, portion of the border for different states was, like, formulated. All the way, like, splitting down, like, like uh, from, you know, like they said, Maryland and Pennsylvania. All the way to, like, over West Virginia and, like, the border between Ohio and Kentucky and, like, Indiana. And, you know, all the way down uh, to the southwest where the western border of texas is yeah on here it's like saying talking about the underground railroad and how they were going across like the the line the mason dixon line to escape slavery yeah it represented freedom for many african americans it's so important in america it represented freedom the freedom to have balls in this country yeah <laughs> and they did they did. It would, you know, it took a, it probably took a lot of balls to like get on the underground railroad and ride that sucker all the way across <laughs> the line. Ride it. Well, I mean, like, what did they ride? They, I mean, they. I know that it wasn't an actual like, <laughs> you know, train. Yeah, I hoped that you knew that. Yeah, it, it was just like it was the code name for the escape, for the yeah, and it was uh very important yeah very hard struggle for a lot of people but yeah i i just they had a lot of balls doing that i didn't know they did i was mostly like wondering like what it was and like what like why it's there like what but it's you know essentially just like started out as like you know a resolution to a border dispute Mm -hmm. and then it like stretched all the way across the country eventually that's crazy yeah, because, like, there's a lot of different things that, like, make up, like, how each state got the shape that it has. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of times it has to do with rivers. But then sometimes it's because of, like, land disputes and stuff. And then, like, the more times that, like, states got introduced, like, the more times the, like, map looked different. Yeah, it's probably why there's things like Virginia and, like, West Virginia. Because it's, like... Yeah, at some point there was, like, some sort of, like, territory-type, like, claim. Yeah. They were like, we were Virginia, but now we're just West Virginia. It's like, that we're not the OG Virginia. Fuck those guys, you know? Yeah, and there's a, there's a thing that says, did you know the Mason-Dixon line was marked by stones every mile and crown stones every five miles? Using stone shipped from England. Whoa! <laughs> they got the stone crazy. shipped all the way from a 
another continent. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, to, uh, like, literally marcate, like, where the line was. Wow. You would think that they would want to use just, like, regular American stones. Like, why, why did it have to be from that far away? These stones need to be quality. We don't do quality in America. Yeah, I guess they they wanted particular stones that were like from like their their home country. I only want stones from England. Because this it was in colonial times. It was before America was actually founded. Oh, well, that makes a lot more sense then. <laughs> I mean, it's still really far away though. <laughs> yeah, they uh, probably believed that if you wanted anything quality you had to get it imported because there was no like there weren't like huge like production areas in the country like yeah. it was just colonies there weren't you know? any like flintstone-esque uh like quarries out there getting stones made so they had to go to the <laughs> yeah exactly there was the no... english yeah they had to call back home like they hey can you, sh- George. you ship us some stones we're trying to we're trying to lay this motherfucker out right now. Yeah. We're trying to... Well, actually, that's probably why the stones came from England, because they were the ones that were technically, like, founding the country, because yeah. it was before America was its own country. True. True. Before it was... Uh... The United States of America. Yeah, the greatest... It's fair to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. All right, Ryan, what 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 did you want to look up? All right. I'm so, sure everyone's really impressed with how well we uh, investigated what the mason yeah, Dixon they, line they is. Yeah, they probably are. <laughs> so let's I, I mean, let's my transition over to uh, a little bit. What did you search for recently? I mean, I've searched for quite a few things. We um, all do. One of the one of the things that pops out to me is uh, Jones good ass barbecue and foot massage. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, is that like that meme yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I man, I saw like a picture of it or something, and I was like, oh man, I need to look that up. Yeah. Or watch that, whatever it is. I, is it? It's a video, right? It, it is. Okay. Uh, you should look it up. Yeah. Jones good ass barbecue and foot massage. And it, it, is it like one of those like funny like like homemade videos of like a rap? thing like well no no it's like just a, it's like a fake advertisement for a, a restaurant called jones good ass barbecue and foot massage it's just like a dude dancing oh wait there's robert l hines uh he's handsome he's an american com- comedian and actor and he's mostly known for jones barbecue and foot massage ad he <laughs> whoa robert claims he did it for the meme uh, of course <laughs> he, he yes did. robert he did it for the meme so he so is he oh he already was a comedian like before he did that i guess and then but he's only he, that kind of sucks though that says something about his comedy so the career. whole thing so essentially the whole thing is just a comedy bit like it never was like an actual like no advertisement it wasn't real oh my god <laughs> ah, okay oh yeah it's clearly like <laughs> deliciable all right yeah i get it like yeah so i'm sure nobody ever thought that was a real advertisement no but it's just like that's great well i'm glad he like got like a lot of uh recognition for making it because i've thought about making like fake like uh 
like advertisements for like companies that don't ex- or that do exist even. Yeah, he really went a long way, you know, because like he started working as a cook from a county jail or at a county jail, and um, you know he regre- he ga- he began working as a correction officer in uh, at Chicago's Cook County Jail in 1994. At the age of 24, he quit the job in 2003 when he was cast in an or to make a in, eh, or he's a cast to star in an independent comedy movie. That's a really weird like transition but that's awesome yeah he really made it but i'm sure he's like super excited that like jones barbecue and foot massage is what he's known for (laughs) well i'm sure he's known for other stuff too yeah but there's one that reigns above the rest and we all know we all know what it is there's just so many like cool comedy bits that have come from like like random people and like saturday night live and all of those shows and like the some people and you never even know what they're from like this i feel like this is an example of that like this could have been on like one of those shows but it was just something he made and like threw up and like like that's what he became famous for that's amazing because he like didn't even need those shows oh yeah i mean that's what you know hopefully we can do stuff like that at some point and you know that's why I like Tim and Eric. They're like a pretty big inspiration for like that type of comedy, and they did a lot of like fake ads. Yeah, it was like half of their show. Yeah, I look up to people like Robert L. Hines and Tim yeah. and Eric. Not if they're. I don't think. I don't know if they're on the same well, level. Well, actually, Tim and Eric now they actually do ads for companies that are just like really bizarre ads. Like they did one for Purple Mattress where they're like looking all fucking weird and like hmm, hey like you gonna love this man like you know doing a weird character for oh, yeah. the for the actual company wow and then like uh they also produced a commercial for smirnoff that had a uh, zach galifianakis in it really yeah and it was just like it was like just a comedy bit but it was an advertisement for vodka which is like <laughs> oh hell yeah like you know that's a that's a good way to get like, your attention yeah and that I mean, obviously, most like TV commercials they use comedy for the purpose of selling their product. I mean, think about how many people watch like the Super Bowl just yeah. to watch the like funny commercials. That's exactly where my mind went because I was like, "There's people who don't even care about football that watch it just to see like the like the quality commercials." That they put on. <laughs> 